welcome back to Hablando de Corazón. I'm Alen. I'm Mariana. Before we get started, don't forget to check out our podcast Instagram at underscore Hablando de Corazón. Hey. Hey. <laughs> How was your day? Today was actually pretty good. It went by fast. That's nice. So, Mine didn't. <laughs> I feel like it must be nice. <laughs> It was long. It was my first day back at work in like oh, three yeah. weeks. Just an FYI, we, me and Marlene had a quarantine at the same time. <laughs> Literally like two days after each other. No, I freaking feel like everybody has COVID right now. They really do. Everyone in Milwaukee has COVID for sure. It's not funny, but it's just a coincidence that we got it at the same time. I'm like, it's not funny, but it is. All of a sudden, one day you're like, yeah, we were in the hospital because of Xavier. And I was just like, what the fuck? And like a couple hours later, I was like, dude, I have COVID too. <laughs> dude, yeah. right? That's literally how it happened. I was like, Malin, I have COVID. Like, I won't be able to meet, but blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh my God. And then you were like, dude, I have it too. And then like yeah. two days later, I sent you a picture of Xavier in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, that was scary. <laughs> That's so scary. So Did, it didn't you, hit you, you hard though, did it? Um, for me, it was just like the first two to three days. Yeah, me too. The first day I cried. Really? Did I tell you? No. So, you know, like when you wake up, but like your throat is kind of like sore. sore, maybe because of like it was too cold or too hot or too dry or whatever too dry, when you were yeah. sleeping. Uh-huh. So that happens to me sometimes. So when I woke up, I was like, oh, whatever, it's going to go away like in an hour, like whatever, mm-hmm. usually it just goes away. And then literally by 10 a.m., I looked at my phone and I couldn't like I just had a really bad body aches. So I um, Juan was like, just go upstairs and take a nap or whatever. So I went upstairs and I text, I messaged my friend and I'm like, dude, as it, I, like I was joking, but I wasn't because I know my body. I'm like, by 10 a.m., the, the throat thing should be gone. I had a super bad migraine, not migraine, like a headache. Mm-hmm. And I like jokingly, quote unquote messaged my friend and I was like dude I'm freaking like either um I forgot what I said like I'm either I'm super tired or I have COVID and then literally like and I, like I took a nap I woke up and I was like dude I'm freaking I told Juan I was like I think I have COVID like I just know because I never get sick so I was like yeah. it has to be that and like I felt so like my body I, I never ever ever get body aches and my bones felt like literally felt like they were like stuck together like it hurt so bad to like oh, move you know yeah so I was like dude and I told him, I was like, I think I have COVID. And he's like, no, you don't. You're fine. Like, literally, we barely go anywhere. So I was like, we both work at home. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, go give me a test. And he was like, are you like, he thought I was being dramatic. Honestly, <laughs> he really did think I was being dramatic. And then everywhere was sold out of tests. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, great. And then I started crying because I was like, dude, I, I cried because I was trying to tell him, like, I literally think I have COVID because I literally feel sick. <laughs> like, I, I know. Myself. Like, you know your body. Yeah. Yeah. So then he ended up going to his mom's and she had two extra tests and then he brought it. He took one for fun, like just because we had an extra one. They both come back. <laughs> <It was> salty. <laughs> what do you both say? Come back positive. So the RA test, it said to wait 20 minutes, but mine came up right away. Like it had both of the lines mm-hmm. and then um, his it still read positive, but it read it in a different way because there's like different options. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're pregnant because it looked like a pregnancy <laughs> yeah. test. I was just going to say, did you feel like you were a <laughs> Yeah, I did. And then I was like, dude, we both freaking have it. And he's like in denial. He was like, no, it's test like you have you can't read it before 20 minutes or after 30 minutes. 
and I'm like dude we freaking have it, it popped up right away mm-hmm. and then he was like still in denial and then I, <laughs> I, I just freaking accepted it like I knew it before I'm like I have COVID and then the next day we scheduled tests and like I took mine and he's literally with me the whole time and he's like yeah maybe I don't have it I'm like dude we freaking sleep in the same <laughs> right <laughs> so then like, no, I'm good, test- I'm good. he's like no I'm fine I'm fine so my test came back we went to two separate clinics because literally everywhere was booked dude like after christmas day and like that whole weekend everywhere was booked yeah that's so we had to pick two different um places to go to and mine they gave it to me right away because it was Mm -hmm. like it was literally the same test i did at home they just did in there and they gave it to me on a paper and his he got it the next day and i was like dude we freaking have it like i'm like mine is positive (laughs) and then um literally like the day that i took my test was probably the worst day and then the next day um it just all went to xavier like it went from juan to me to xavier damn and then like two days later he was in the hospital because he they they said he had um strider have you heard of that no but it's like a new thing coming around because i this is the second time today that i hear that word yeah so the 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 doctors there said um that he that every kid that has gone has strider to the children's hospital is it off of covid um he they told the way they explained it is like you can get it it doesn't it's not from covid but covid obviously like can um, make it worse what do you call it? yeah like make it happen basically okay. so it's basically like your um esophagus <laughs> <laughs> it starts like he explained it like uh you know when you stretch out like a balloon to let the air out and it gets yeah. like narrow uh-huh. so they took an x-ray and like his it was like super narrow so like he was having trouble breathing oh my and God. um the night before I had called the triage nurse for his doctor I called him and I was like hey like he sounds like this or whatever and like she had me put the phone by him and um she was like yeah he does sound a little bit raspy and like dude I swear like when we were in the hospital like I should have freaking brought him the day that I called because I called for a reason right yeah I called him because I was hearing something that sounded wrong so she was like um it sounds a little raspy but it it could be just like a symptom of covid like a cold or whatever mm-hmm. and i was like well like earlier he was coughing and crying and like it sounded bad like i just knew it didn't sound right mm-hmm. and then she was like yeah well the best thing she told me like he sounds fine to me right now but on it she was like i the best advice i could give you is to take him in and then she explained like if you start hearing like wheezing or whatever to like take him into the er so i'm like okay whatever i like talk to Han, and he's like she just told you he's being a dad yeah. <laughs> she's like she, she he was like he just she just told you what you wanted to hear because she told me he was fine and then I was like well when he cries he sounds like this and then that's when she told me to take him in and she's he was like she just told you what you wanted to hear and I'm like no like I I literally know him like he doesn't yeah. sound right so I was like whatever we went to sleep dude we freaking woke up in the morning and I as soon as I woke up and I heard him breathing we had him on the bed with us too because just so I can like keep it like yeah, hear him yeah. better and as soon as I heard him breathing, I was like, dude, I need to take him. So I got in the shower and I took him. And then dude, it was so bad. Know. Mom's freaking no. I literally, literally, we stayed there one night. We stayed overnight once. But it was more than 24 hours. It was like two days and one night. Mm-hmm. So um, I was the whole time I was there, I'm like, dude, I should have freaking brought him last night. Because they could they ended up doing three breathing treatments. They gave him a steroid. And then like for the last few hours they were just monitoring monitoring him and waiting for him to be fine but um the whole time I'm like dude I should have brought him when I called because maybe he would have been fine with just like the first breathing treatment yeah because they had him in the in the emergency room 
and then they did the breathing treatment waited a couple hours and it wasn't it was literally getting worse so they're like you need to go to the ICU so then they um admitted him in the ICU and that's when they did the rest and I'm like dude I should have brought him last night <laughs> like we would have not had to stay here probably yeah but you but- also never know because there's been times too like I'll use the example of when Luca we took him to the emergency room when he was two weeks old because mm-hmm. they say like a belly button can get infected yeah. if it smells funny and if it's red and so I saw his and because his umbil- his umbilical cord had just fallen off that earlier that day and it it's not that it smelled funny but there there was like um fluid coming out of it and it was like yeah. um like pu- like boost that's what it looked like, like mm-hmm. in English is it pus that's pus right is I think it, it is put <laughs> anyway it's yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> and um so I freaked out and it was a midnight already and we we were like you know if I think if we would have waited the next day and I would have been like I noticed it last night but um it's the same like you know mm-hmm. like that because they told us if it's doing this and this and this then you need to bring him in now because it can like the infection can go into his bloodstream because he was only two weeks old yeah and I was freaking scared so we had to call Jose's mom and we're like we need to leave Olivia we need to go right now and we get there and the lady was like oh yeah like it's a little like um like they think like the clothes had just rubbed off on it and um it wasn't infected though like it wasn't it was just like a normal but because he had just taken a bath it was it looked mucusy. Mm-hmm. but I feel like you wanted it to be be nothing you're like oh, I'll just wait I'll just wait yeah you know what I mean because sometimes it, it does was, turn into nothing yeah sometimes it is nothing but it's always better to be safe like yeah to, to double check right so like for me it was like it was a lot of things I'm like it's literally like 10 o'clock right now Juan's telling me one thing it's freaking cold outside like the baby's tired like yeah. I was just like okay whatever but yeah in the morning we I was like he has to go but he's freaking traumatized from the hospital he had an, a, a follow-up appointment today and he just started screaming as soon as the oh doctor God. came in and he's never done that with yeah. his other appointments they um because he's at the age where he remembers everything he's gonna be he's like yeah. nope Mm-mm. as soon he would hear you're them not, like yeah if, <laughs> you're done because <laughs> you know how like at the appointments they have the nurse come in and then the doctor yeah so when the nurse came in at first he was like i literally saw like in his eyes i could see like the moment he remembered like what happened when somebody like that came yeah he's like room. oh shit not <laughs> this like, again look, he looked he looked at me he looked at juan he looked at the girl and i was like oh my god here we go he was like kind of fussy but then when the doctor came in he had a face shield he had everything because we had covid so they were like yeah you know and then um he just started screaming i was like and i told his doctor i was like i'm sorry he's just traumatized and he's like no i i trust me i get it because yeah. that's a lot for a little for him to take in but um, the only thing I want to say about children's is if you if your kid is ever sick, take them to children's instead of the urgent care because yes. dude, they take every freaking like precaution, everything. Like yeah. he had five different doctors come in and they all cared the same. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like the because normally when you go to like the urgent care, or whatever, they're like kind of like telling each other like what's happening, you know, with you. Yeah. But with him, like every doctor that went in there wanted to hear like the whole story and like what happened and yeah yeah times and dates and like everything and i was like dude that's so good yeah that's the thing that i love about children's too when we took him i keep going back because that's like the only experience that i have being there but when we took um luca when he was little since he was only two weeks we didn't know i don't know at the end of the day it shouldn't matter but we were worried because you know an er visit can cost so freaking much so we were worried that he wasn't on our insurance yet so when mm-hmm. we were on, we were already on our way. So it, well, either way, we would have taken him in if he needed it. But um, 
on our way there we were calling and um we're like um Jose Luis was like oh we don't we just don't know if he's on the insurance yet and the lady was so nice she was like it doesn't matter she's like we're gonna take him and if you need help we'll help you she's like but mm-hmm. if you think he has a belly button infection you need to bring him in and we're like okay well we're already on our way but that's what I love that they were just like don't worry about that I mean also they could be yeah. like, like that because they don't have to pay it but <laughs> you know what I mean like they were yeah. just like bring the baby and that's what matters you can just tell that everyone there's like like really cares you know like mm-hmm. um the doctors like eventually like kind of figured out that he was like scared of them so they will like get, they would give him his space the only time they would actually like bother him is if they obviously had to check something mm-hmm. that's really good yeah i love children's yep. mm-hmm. and then um the worst part of it though was that he had to get an iv as like a, we learned later that it was like a standard procedure for the downstairs if you're going to be admitted to the icu they need to put an iv in you Mm -hmm. he freaking first of all it took four people to hold him down to get the iv in him and then we finally got it then they came for another breathing treatment he was fighting that because it was like a mask that wraps around his head Mm -hmm. he obviously didn't like that and then the iv ended up ripping out so i had blood all over me and i was like freaking out because like at first I was scared because he was bleeding but like also the IV liquid was coming out too so I thought mm-hmm. it was all blood oh. but I looked down and it was like mixed but um he ripped it out and then after that dude they freaking tried they poked him in five or six different things what trying to get a vein and then like at the end Juan was like he was so frustrated because he was like dude you guys are literally like torturing him right now mm-hmm. like um he didn't say that but I'm like picturing like that's what he thought so he yeah um he was asking like does he really need that like what is that for and they're like oh it's just for fluids oh and we're like dude we were and Juan was like he drinks water like what do you mean like he's like and then they're like oh well we had it's just the guy was like oh we had to put it in in case they want to give him medication upstairs dude we once we were admitted he never had needed the i the iv in in the first place that's <laughs> fucked up i would have been so mad too yeah at her the whole time yeah the whole time i thought that it was for to give him medication through the iv like that's what i thought they were yeah. doing but um yeah juan was like yeah don't put it he's like i don't want you guys to put it on him if it's just for that because he's drinking water and like the only thing they the only thing differently that they had to do was um they were just like monitoring what, how much water he was drinking and then like mm-hmm. um weighing his diapers to make sure that he was hydrated mm-hmm. but i'm like that's a freak if anybody out there ever takes their good to the doctor make sure you advocate for them because they I can't was speak just thinking that. yeah i was yeah. just thinking that because i'm also like I, I obviously I would advocate for my kids, but it takes a lot because sometimes I'm like, well, you're a doctor. You went to med school. That's what I know. thought. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to also like tell you how to do your job because I don't <laughs> props to doctor. Yeah. I could be a doctor, but you also have to know what like for the example, when you knew something was wrong with his breathing, mm-hmm. like you have to advocate advocate for him because how is he's two? How is a two year old going to yeah and to do that you know i was like dang i didn't even think to tell them to not do it i was just trying to have them do it so he can get the medication he needed but at the end it it wasn't even for that so yeah he's fine now he had a checkup today and basically they said that it takes a few weeks for it to completely go away because you can kind of still hear it but Mm. now i know what it sounds like yeah it's like um it just sounds like when he takes a deep breath and you can hear it like raspy Mm -hmm. but is it is it contagious it's not contagious no it's um it's just like a symptom you know how like some kids get like they said that 
when kids get RSV, sometimes they have strider too. Mm, okay. It's basically just like having trouble breathing because the their airway is like it's swelling smaller. up and like yeah, getting smaller. Thinning out, yeah. But um, that's so sad. Yeah, he's fine now. He's finally freaking eating. He wasn't eating for a long time, and I was like, dude, that's not normal because he eats as much as we do. So yeah, I saw <laughs> your snap. Back. That's what it, that's what I thought was weird because you snap you sent me a Snapchat where you're like, here he's finally eating, and then mm-hmm. I think it was the next day you guys were in the hospital, and I was just like, what? Like, yeah. Oh, I felt crazy. so bad because I wasn't like I get so caught up in my own shit that I forget to ask like, oh, hey, like, how are you guys? You know, whatever. And then you sent me mm-hmm. that. Like, oh, my God. How is he? Yeah. I just picture his smile that one day that I went over and we were playing. Oh, with yeah. The- <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I felt so bad. He's crazy, dude. He lately he's been um, he's been kissing everyone. <laughs> he like just for no reason like not everyone but like me and Juan at home like mm-hmm. I don't know like when he's happy he's <laughs> just said like, everyone me and Juan <laughs> <laughs> just me and Juan at home um and like my mom when we go over and stuff but yeah um like he gets happy and he just wants to kiss people <laughs> that's so cute I love that age because they only know love like you know what yeah. I mean like obviously they get mad or they get frustrated when like for example you want to shower them or you change a diaper <laughs> yeah but- I love it because all they have is love and I love it. Lately, he's been reminding me of Olivia, dude, because like I remember they both don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I remember like getting your snaps when she was like around um, his age and just like you can just tell like I can tell what his personality is going to be like. Yeah, they're like he knows when he's doing something wrong. Yeah, they're what we call chingaqueritos. (laughs) Yeah, he reminds me like sometimes he does something and I'm like, dude, I can see Olivia doing this. Oh, yeah. She's at the she's she's getting to the point and I'm I feel so bad because sometimes like this is another question that I had because you guys were quarantined too. You were cooped up in the house. But she was getting so like stir crazy. Like we had like really yeah. bad cabin fever. And but she gets to the to so frustrated to the point like where sometimes she's not listening. She's purposely ignoring me. Like yesterday, she's jumping in the couch and like bajate, bajate. Like I kept telling her to get down, get down, get down. And she wasn't listening. And then finally I grabbed her by her shoulder and I was like, just to like hold her in her like to look her in her eyes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm talking to you. And she looks at me. She like get, gives me the face that she's mad and moves my hand. And she's like, no me toques. <laughs> yes, dude. Like she doesn't care. Like she to- forget about what I just told her. I can't touch her. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, and I don't like, I don't want to be hitting her. I don't want to be, you know, just whatever. So I told her, I was just like, if you want me to respect your boundaries, you need to listen to me. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, I always fuck up because then I think about it at night and I'm just like, how am I going to tell her she has to listen to me in order for me to, to like, um, yeah. what does it call? Like, respect her boundaries. And I'm just like, yeah. fuck, every day it's on. And every day she tells me that, like, don't grab me, don't touch me. Or um, what was it? Oh, yesterday. What was it yesterday or today? Either way, Luca yelled at her because he doesn't talk, but he like, he can tell you when he's mad. Mm-hmm. And um, she looked at him. She's like, "Tú no me grites," and I'm just like, oh "Dude, God. yeah." Like she doesn't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't yeah. care who you are. Like, no. And Jose Luis gets so mad because he's very like about like respecting your parents, respecting your yeah. mom. And today he did it. She did it to me. She's like, "Tú no me toques," and he was like, "Do not talk to your mom like that." And she's just like <laughs> looking at him like, "Don't touch me." She like, like <laughs> no. She's like, "Don't talk to me." Yeah. So be beware. 
oh it doesn't God, get I'm better scared. like they get more como se dice like they care less the older they get I, yeah and i feel like he's starting his terrible twos early yeah she did too <laughs> but see a part of me is like i love that she's so headstrong and i hope she keeps it forever but another part of me is like okay keep that energy but away from me and she won't like i can't teach her that because if i tell her she can't do that to me then i don't want to dim her light towards the world yeah Ugh, i hate being a mom (laughs) i saw um there's just a a, whoa (laughs) (laughs) there's a psychologist i follow on tiktok and she always says, I'm going to send it to you. I don't yeah, even know if she's please. a psychologist, honestly. I think she might be like a counselor. <laughs> Dude, time out before you continue. Do you ever say stuff to Juan? Like, well, I saw it on TikTok. I saw it and he's just like, anyone can be a tech, like on TikTok. And the other yes. day, like, she was a doctor. And he was like, anyone can be a doctor on TikTok. Yes. Dude. That's me. <laughs> I say that. To- he says that all the time because I'm always like, well, I learned this on TikTok or whatever. <laughs> And then he's like, he every time he hears TikTok, he's just like, nah. That's- he already oh. shuts off right there. Yeah, he's like, no. But then I, lately, he's been watching TikTok videos, but on Facebook. And I'm like, dude, that's a TikTok video. It's the same video. thing. It's like Reels <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, that's Jose Luis. I'm just like, that's a TikTok. He's like, no, that's Reels. And I'm like, no, it's a TikTok. <laughs> no, earlier, you know the one that's like, where they're going like this with their head? The TikTok no. trend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all say, like when you whatever i don't know and then like they turn the camera and everybody's doing it yeah everyone's nodding the head yeah so that song was playing earlier and i heard it on his phone and i was like that's a tiktok and he's like no it's not and then I, he looked at me and i'm like i was seeing that he knows i was like it's a tiktok <laughs> oh that's so funny it's so funny that's hilarious Oh, I was going to tell you about the counselor person, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She always says that she explains how, like, a lot of people get gentle parenting confused with, like, um, like, passiveness almost. Yes. So she mm-hmm. says that as a parent, you can still gentle parent, but still let them know who's the boss. Like, still let them know who they need to respect, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard. I, like, I... I get you how you're like I kind of don't want to like shut her down but at the same time like I'm her mom yeah it's a very thin line and I don't know how to mm -hmm. like not cross it or if I should cross it because then there's times sometimes where I'm like talking to her and I'm talking to her and I'm talking to her and Jose Luis will just grab her and be like sit her down on the couch like firmly like you need to sit down right now and I'm just Mm -hmm. like you need to learn to talk to her and he was like how long how long were you talking to her and she wasn't listening to you and he's like oh true <laughs> he's like you need to tell her or show her you can't just let her keep running around you because she doesn't care and luca's starting to like obviously he's too little to know but like he he'd finally learned a new word and it's no of course oh so, i saw it last night. he's like he goes nah nah yeah <laughs> so if if i want him to do something he would just say nah no and i'm like luca you need to do you know whatever it is that i'm trying to do or like help him pick up the toys and he would just like just slap me in my face like he just reaches for my face and i'm just like like i tried to i'm like no i see no and and jose luis is like you think he's ever gonna learn by dude i'm like i, I don't like know maybe like <laughs> yeah. i think because he looks at me it's like you're a joke like yeah <laughs> I just don't want them to, no. I don't, cause my mom was a yeller. One of my sisters is a yeller. I'm a yeller, like a little bit, or I was, and I'm trying not yeah. to be, cause I feel like when I do yell, I want them to 
know that I'm for real because that's how they are. That's how Olivia is with Jose Luis. Like he'll tell her and she'll like look at him and be more like she'll still do what she wants, but she'll look at him like more like um like do it around him. Yeah. And but when he raises his voice, she sits her ass down. And with me, I raise yeah. my voice and she just runs, like runs away from me. And I'm just like, oh God. And he's like, I know it's hard. It is hard. I don't I feel like him and Juan are the same sometimes because yeah. it's literally the same thing with me. Cause let's say like Xavier's throwing a tantrum. He's not letting me change his diaper. Or lately he hasn't been letting us change his that's he's another thing. He's he's traumatized from the freaking ICU that he doesn't let us change his diaper. So like I'll be like trying to calm him down, like it's okay, like just come here, like blah blah blah. And Juan's like, sit your ass down. <laughs> and I'm like, don't talk to him like that. Yeah. <laughs> or like at my school that I work at, they they sing. So like the kids, I'm not gonna sing because <laughs> but in, instead of saying like you need to do this, they'll say mm-hmm can you do this but they'll say it like in a scene like can you do this you know yeah <laughs> like they sing it so that um and it it works a lot so sometimes like because Luca doesn't like me changing his diaper either so I'll be singing to him while I'm changing his diaper mm-hmm. I feel like he's in the other room like rolling his eyes I'm just like he's like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> okay so um today we're talking about college and our thoughts on it <laughs> thoughts on it but um so we both went to we both went to actually that's where we met we met in college um yes we went to alverno um do you want to start do you want me to start um i kind of i just i I guess i kind of want to know like why did you decide to go um did you think it was beneficial if you could go back would you do it again um just like do you want to just give us a background like why did you go straight out of um high school you know just okay. a little okay yeah why did I decide to go mm-hmm. because I had to I'm just kidding <laughs> low-key though low-key 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 <laughs> no so I feel like for me you know how like a lot of kids a lot of kids a lot of people say like that they had to go to college like they were kind of forced to go to college by their families or yeah like, they felt like they needed to go to college because me whatever for first generation yeah mm-hmm. and like I am first generation in my family to go to college and graduate, but I never felt like forced to do it. I feel like ever since I was little, I j- it's just like what was expected. So like, I never felt like, I don't know, maybe it's because I wanted to go to college that I didn't feel like I was forced to do it. Oh yeah, that makes but sense. But it was never like, because like my brother didn't go and like, obviously my family is fine with it. Like whatever, that's his choice. But like, I was it was never for us it was never like you have to go to college like that's what you're gonna do like that's what you're supposed to do you know Mm -hmm. but also I don't know if it's because I wanted to go do you know what I mean yeah that's why I went to college because I just felt like it's just what I wanted to do and like I felt like it was now that I felt like it was like like, it was like the next step is that how you felt then yeah I feel like it was like the next step for me like yeah you know like honestly it's what was expected of me but I wanted to do it okay yeah let's put it that that way yeah yes so um my parents didn't go my mom went later on like she's finishing her degree now but they when I started college I was the first one I had no idea what the hell I was doing like none of them finished high school my mom ended up getting her GED I think while I was in college she got her GED but um I just it's a badass yeah I think um I went just like I said because I was expected to do it I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I was going to go. 
Yeah. So like my first two years were kind of just like me figuring it out. I am also I mentioned it before, but I'm like the oldest grandchild and the oldest uh, for my mom. So I feel like I had so many like little kids looking up to me and I felt like yeah. I couldn't like even if I wanted to stop going to college because I felt like I don't know, like I just felt like I had to do it. So did you feel like you had to be like the role model for everyone because no one else went? So you wanted to be like the first one to to go? Yeah, in a way, I not like in a way where I'm like, I'm going to be the first one to go to college and I'm like better than you guys. No, not no, like that. No, but yeah. because I knew that like I was the oldest and like everybody, like all the little one, like the younger ones were like looking up to me. I wanted to show them that you could do it because nobody else in their family had done it. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's the case for a lot of people in our mm-hmm. generation because I hear all the time like you're kind of like setting the I don't want to say standard because I don't think somebody has to go to college if they genuinely do not feel like they want to or mm-hmm. have to yeah. but like, you're kind of like just showing them like you can do it if you want to you know yeah like paving the way yeah literally yeah that's what it is paving the way like I said like the first two years I didn't really know what I wanted to do and I was I I convinced myself that I wanted to be a nurse. So that's why, that's the reason I went to Alberno. And like, now that I look back, I'm like, dude, everything happened to a freaking reason because I feel like that was a perfect like place for me to go. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I feel like a lot of people think like college is college, but I don't know. I don't want to be like cliche because like, you know, people be like, Alberno's <laughs> alumni be like going hard for Alberno. Right. <laughs> they call it a cult. <laughs> yeah. Some people, I've seen that before. Some people do actually. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it was literally the perfect place for me, like being a first generation, not knowing what the hell I was doing. Like everybody there was so helpful. Um, But yeah, that's the reason I went. Yeah. Do you I feel th- like you were kind of like forced to do it? Because you kind of mentioned it earlier, right? Yeah. Oh, see, for me, it was really different. Um, I was never, I'm going to like put myself out there. I was never good at school. Like, yeah. And when I was little, little kindergarten, first, second, third, the fourth, like I was always good then, but I don't know what switched in me, but, um, I never did good. I was always like a bad kid in like, not a bad kid in school, but like my grades were always bad. And I think I want to like, almost say like not self-diagnose myself, but I want to go back and think that that was around the time that I started to get like, um, sexually abused and I'm not. I'm not like, like, can you, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I feel like I'm running out of breath. Can you hear it? And mm-hmm. I do that happy that sound like that when I get nervous. So yeah, <laughs> cause every time I talk about this, I just get nervous. But, um, so I just remember I was, I, I hated school. I hated, mm-hmm. um, I just hated school. I never fit in. I was never, um, I was always a different and, um, we went back, we can go back and talk about like, I was, I went to a school in Milwaukee in the inner city of Milwaukee. And then all of a sudden we moved to Muskego and it was just me and my siblings and my cousins. And I was like a dark child, like according mm-hmm. to like where it was. So I just felt like, in, I, I think initially, and this all makes sense. This is all going to tie in together. I'm not saying this for nothing, but um, so I think a mixture of like the sexual abuse and then feeling super, super different and seeing the difference. And then also my mom was really, really strict and she had her reasons for that. Now I know now, but I didn't understand it then. And so I was always the, I was always the kid that, um, 
that was weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was the ugly duckling, ugly duckling. And so I think I just started to hate school because it was like the place where I was different and my grades drastically dropped. So when I got to high school and then in middle school, I was a little bit better, but I think it was also because I was in a lot of sports and I think being involved helped me mentally. And I didn't know it at the Mm -hmm. time. It was just like, I I just finally felt like popular, if that makes sense. And then when we got to, when we went to high school, before starting high school, I begged my mom to switch me schools because I knew that it was going to be different because it, for me, I won't go into detail. Let's just, let's just say like, I just didn't want to go to school. So instead of me rebelling in like a way that would hurt my parents, I rebelled in like the worst way. And at the time I didn't know, but, um, I stopped doing all of my sports. I stopped doing, being involved with my school, like at all. I didn't want anything to do with that school and none of the people. And I had grown up with those people since second grade. So it's not like I had just moved there and I was different. Like I just, for some reason I just rebelled. And so I had this plan with one of my friends that I was just like, you know what, as soon as we graduate, I'm leaving, like I'm, I'm leaving Wisconsin. I'm never coming back. Um, I'm never talking to my family. And like, that was, that was the plan. That was whatever, you know? And when I met my daughter's dad, um, things happened obviously. And I got pregnant and then I was just like, oh shit, like I'm not even a senior yet. I'm having this baby and now I'm going to be the typical Mexican girl on my school that gets pregnant, you know, like Mm -hmm. it was just like, whatever. And, um, I felt like at that moment, I didn't know where my life was going to go. I didn't know. I still had never thought about college because my first, my only thing that I wanted to do was get the fuck out of Wisconsin. I just wanted to get the fuck out of Milwaukee general, like just Mm -hmm. whatever. And I knew her dad would never let me go with, um, with Delani. And then not even just that, but I felt like I was so immature that I'd never even thought outside the box to think of like what my other options were, you know? And the only thing that I remember there was one time when I was talking to my mom, cause, um, like I said, I wasn't even a senior yet when I found out and it was a summer before. And, um, I was like, you know, I, I was just talking to my mom and, um, she like the the hurt in her voice and her eyes and everything she was just like what is your life now like mm-hmm. basically and it was true like at that time I'm 17 years old what at that point you see you see this girl that had no good grades average grades because they weren't like terrible but they were just average grades not involved in anything I wasn't excelling in anything and she was like, what, what is your life now? And I was just like, fuck, like that really woke me up to be like, not only do I have to make it up to her, but I have to prove everyone wrong. And that was when I decided to go to college because it was like, like what other, what's my other choice? You know, like I, I drop out of high school and I do nothing like that wasn't a choice. And I, I never even applied at a different college. I only applied to over and on. I applied at over and on UWM. Yeah, I never applied anywhere because I thought that's weird. Yeah, because I, I was gonna apply to U- UWM, but I only I was only gonna do it if I got rejected from Alverno. Yeah, actually, I lied. My backup school was Stretch and UWM. Oh, okay, those are good. Yeah. Do you feel like you um you chose to go? Like, was it after you had her, or like? Yeah, it was after. Oh, I before went... that you never like you never thought of it before that like before you got pregnant you never thought of it 
No, like, okay. So in our family, I feel like I even told my mom this one time. I'm like, I felt like there wasn't an, any option, but to go to college. But then yeah. when I started, when I started rebelling and just my great letting my grades go and like not doing anything for my future I was just like you know what fuck I don't have to go to college I'm not gonna go but it was more mm-hmm. me rebelling but it was hurting me not her yeah so then when I found out I was pregnant I was just like I have to make up for this I have to do something with my life and that's when mm-hmm. I decided to go to college but before that before that when I was really little like middle school um yeah we would talk about it and it was like my mom made it seem as if we had to go to college um like you know how, like, I think you- that's like I feel like it's the same like does she ever tell you like directly like you're going to go to college when you no does not she like ever- that but it was yeah I remember one time when I was in middle school I was just like wait like so the grades only go up to 12th grade and she was like no then there's college and mm-hmm. I was like oh so then I always just kind of grew up thinking you go to high school and then you go to college like it wasn't like a, but then when I was in high school and I found out you didn't have to go because you're yeah technically 18 and I was like dumb and st- I, I thought I knew I swore I knew everything I was like fuck yeah. that I'm not going to college I feel like that's the same thing for me like they were never like you have to go I feel like it was just talked about that like it was just in my mind that like okay I'm going to college yeah kind of like right you after middle school you go to high school you know yeah. was it like yeah for me too it was just like always it was always talked about it was just like expected and it mm-hmm. was never like you're gonna go to college that's your only option no it wasn't like that it was like I think like it was casual. just like instilled in my mind yeah. yeah I'm like all right I guess I'm going to college yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was for me and I didn't even know anything about how to apply I didn't know how to do anything like I said no one in my family had gone to college my mom um got her GED too and then when she was pregnant with my twin brothers, she graduated with her associate's degree. And my dad um, got his GD because my mom helped him. But yeah, so no one in my family had gone to like a four year college. And except my older sister, one or one of my older sisters, she mm-hmm. um, yeah, she graduated before I did. But she she's the one that helped me apply because I was like, what do I do? She's like, oh, here, I'll help you. And she like, but if it wasn't for her. I don't know what the hell I would have done. I honestly don't remember what I did. I think we had to write me... a... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. You had to write an we essay, did, had... right? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. I know that we had to do it, but I didn't I didn't know how to apply. Honestly, I think in our high school they had like a thing where we had to apply to at least a certain number and like we had a guidance counselor that was helping us with fat fast fast but I can never say it. <laughs> but um I remember my mom helped me helping me fill out the FAFSA because she had to because you know how I asked for like their information or whatever. Oh yeah. But I literally, when I started college, I had no idea what I was doing. Me either at all. I had one, um, what do you call? Uh, I had one academic advisor, and I stuck with her literally my whole four years because that's all I knew. <laughs> like she helped oh me God. so much in the beginning, that's good. and I was like, I can't. And um, I remember like for junior year they ended up like you couldn't like automatically get switched to like a different academic advisor and I remember they switched mine and I was like no I have to go back to her I'm like she knows me yeah that's really good because I had no idea I didn't know what I was doing and like my classes they just gave me what classes I needed to take and that's what I did yeah that's crazy like I literally just like winged it yeah that's how I was and I feel like the the counselor that I had or what is that they're called counselors 
academic advisors. Academic advisors. Yeah. I feel like the one that I had first, I honestly don't even remember names. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to bash people, but, um, I feel like because of my transcripts from high school, I don't think she fully believed in me. At least that's what the vibe that I got. Mm -hmm. And at the time I would get really mad. And every time we would go to like, we would, I would have like a meeting with her. I felt like I had to prove to her, like, look, this is what I want. And this is what I'm going to do. And there was, um, was it a nursing class or a science class? There was one class where I could not, I I knew, I knew the first time I took it that I was going to fail it. Cause I would literally go to my, the professor and then to her and I would cry. And I'd be like, I don't understand science. Like I don't get this freaking yeah. class. And, um, she would be like, you know, maybe you can switch your major. And I was just like, are you kidding? And I left, I cried even more. Cause I was just like, I need to do nursing because I need to make my mom proud. Like I haven't done shit to make her proud. This needs to happen. And I was stuck with nursing. I feel that class, um, one time and the second time I was going to fail it again, like I felt it. So I dropped it, but I was just like, there's, I couldn't do it in that semester. I took the semester after that. I took a, um, I just went part-time cause I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And then the mm-hmm. semester after, I think I took a whole, like a whole semester off and then um when I went back is when I had changed my major yeah because I just was not I couldn't do it like maybe if I I don't know I don't know so you did a year no year and then a part-time and then you switch your major no I did two and a half years of trying to do nursing oh I wasted a lot of time and then I took a a year off because I took a semester off and then I went part-time how did it go I took a semester off and then my mom, my mom even said, I'm like, she was like, you're not going to go back if you get off. And so Mm -hmm. I was just like, fuck, like I have to prove it to her. And then I took us, I took two semesters, um, part-time because I was going to do nursing. So I went part-time at Alverno and then I was part-time at MATC because in my mind, I swear I'm the type of person that cuando se mete me so cuando se mete algo en la mente, like I have to do it. So yeah, I swore that I could do it. So I was doing CNA classes at MATC and the classes were from seven to, I think it was 11, 1130. And then I would have classes at Alverno from one to five. And then because I'm a single mom and I'm going to school, I had to find time to work. So I was working from seven to 11 every night. Dude, I don't know how the hell I did it. When I look back to I'm like, I have no freaking idea what. No. It's a and blur. Yes, honestly. <laughs> honestly, like, I think about, like, sometimes where I would show up to class, like, I'm like, how did I stay up till three doing a paper and then getting, making it on time to my 8 a.m. class? Because there's, I don't know if you ever had teachers that if you were a minute late to that class, they wouldn't let you in. Yeah. I had one, one semester, one. a teacher like that. Was it she science? Cause this mine no. was science. No, <laughs> I hate science. <laughs> no, my chemistry class is what made me drop um, nursing. I think it, mine was chemistry too. Cause I'm like I can't. Like this is not for me. So no. then my my counselor was like, or my ad- advisor was like, you know what? Just finish your generals and then you can decide. Yeah. Later on, and I'm like, you see, that's why I think that's why I stuck with her because she was never like she never made me feel bad about anything. Cause like one time I cried when I dropped nursing, I cried. I was like I. Me I don't want to do this. I was like, I can't. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's okay. Like you, you still, you know, out of the four years, two of your years are like general. Um, 
like for the most part like the first two years are just general mm-hmm. credits so she's like you can do that and then you still have time she's like don't worry and I'm like okay and then I ended up in psychology <laughs> see I sometimes wish I would have taken psychology instead because I feel like there's it opens up a couple more doors than what I, I did think it, you know for like for me I picked it because I enjoyed the classes yeah I and never I did too but I never thought to take it as a yeah. major really yeah you I like, don't know like, why you like yeah for me I picked it because that's what I like like my counselor had told me she's like what do you enjoy the most when you come to your classes and I'm like it was always my psychology classes yeah. so I'm like fine I'm like I'm gonna do it because it's, it's what I like like right now that's what I like I don't know what I'm gonna do with it but I'm gonna do it because yeah whatever and um I don't regret it me either. I don't regret doing psychology even though like technically I'm not using my you know what I feel like when people because when I graduated people were like you're a psychology major and you're working in HR like aren't you supposed to be like a counselor like people would make comments not exactly in those words but like mm-hmm. it was always like some shade about it and I'm like you yeah. know what I my response is always like psychology is so general that it can help you in any field so yes yeah I am using my degree <laughs> yeah there was one time someone made a comment to me and I think he actually worked at Alverno. But anyways, he, cause I, I was thinking of changing my major. And if people don't know, um, I'm a double major in history and woman and gender studies. And then a minor in Spanish, mm-hmm. just cause Spanish was super easy. <laughs> but, yeah. um, I told him, I was just like, what would you like, what jobs can I get if I major in history? Cause at that time it was just going to be history as a major. And then my other ones as support. And he was like, when I asked him that, he was like, oh, you like working at Walmart? And I was like, fuck, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and I was, I was super salty because I was like, dude, he's right. Like, I can't do anything unless I like get my doctorates or something in history. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I did, and I didn't care because I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, and I remember when I told my mom, because I didn't tell my mom for like a semester after I had already been taking these classes. And when I told her, she was like, and what are you going to do with that? I was like, I don't know. And I remember I had to talk to, cause, um, the reason that I decided to switch will always be the professor for women and gender studies. Uh, You, you know, her Amy, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. She was the one that convinced me. And it was because I fucking loved her classes, dude. Like I had a class I couldn't get into one of her classes one time. And I was like, I need to have her in at least one of my semesters. So tell me why I took a five to eight or five to nine class at night just to be with her just to take her class class. and I will never regret it because that was the class called um the woman in the holocaust Mm -hmm. it was the best class and people would always say like oh they say Sigun if you the people that take night classes tend to like fail more because you're like lazy and you you know and I was just like no dude that class was one of my favorite classes and she had a way of like like making you think I don't know if, like yeah. how else to say that, but I love that. Anyone that makes me or like gives me questions that makes me think outside of like what I would normally think. I love, I love you for that, for making me deep think. <laughs> and she would always <laughs> do that all her classes. And yeah, that was crazy. I took her once for, um, you know, like at Alverna, they made you take like an elective for like one credit that was like once a semester, like one, yes. like those random ones. I took her once. It was like a seminar. And she is like a freaking genius. She is. 
I know. I can't even imagine having her the whole semester. Yeah. <laughs> like I had her for one thing and I was like shook. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we like, had this should we had this one. This is the first class I think I ever took of her. And that's what really woke me up where I was just like, dude, like what the fuck? Where she compared I don't <laughs> do people even care what I hear about this, but she com- she had us compare. <laughs> Have you seen the movie um The Truman Show? No. So it's this movie. I was I try not to go into detail it's this movie where this guy since he was born they use him as like to it's like a show but he doesn't know it's a show he thinks it's his life but all, everyone around the world is watching him be a person but he thinks that's his life so when yeah. he's um all the people around him are actors everyone everything around him like there, there for an example there'll be times where his wife is um like gonna vacuum or something and and she's like well this is the new vacuum like she does ads in between their lives for the world Mm. and he starts to be like what the hell and there was one lady who tried to tell him and they kicked her off and they were like she's crazy we have to take her to a mental institution so like no one can tell him that he's a part of the show but he discovers that on his own like he starts noticing and he starts like he has like an enlightenment and he starts mm-hmm. to notice that he's um, being used for everyone's entertainment. And so we had to, in that class, one of our bigger assignments was, um, I want to say, say like, um, what do you say? Oh, compare. We had to, <laughs> we had to compare him with Helen Keller. And I was what? just like, yeah, because, you know, Helen Keller literally couldn't hear or see. Yeah. And she was like what is the differences and what are the similarities and i was just like what the fuck are you talking about but when you think about it they were so much alike because he couldn't hear or see what was around him because he was trapped in this bubble and so he was actually more blind and more deaf than she was in a way Mm-hmm. do you do you get it? like i'm trying to say because yeah. helen keller had access to the real world she had access to read and write and do all these things but he was like like how would you say like held back he was yeah it was all there but he couldn't see it yeah that's crazy yeah and that was the first class that shook me. i was like and you kept- tell me more <laughs> and i kept taking her classes because i was like i love this shit i forget like I when the class that, ends i was sitting there crying like, like can i stay here yeah <laughs> dude after after those classes I went and I bought bunches of books of um, existentialism because I was like, mm-hmm. that's me every day. What is yeah. life? Literally. Yeah, that's that's my college story. Oh, so have, did you, did Juan go to college? Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. Okay, so Jose Luis didn't go to college. And so I asked him um, if he thinks, because I wanted to get like someone else's perspective on like um, what they think if college is worth it, if it's um, like basically if someone's looking for it, is it worth their time? And mm-hmm. he told me that it can always be helpful. And I actually had written this down in my notes because I started thinking about like if Delani were to ask me in the future, like what what should I do? And wh- I was thinking like what I should tell her. And he kind of said the same thing where he was like, it doesn't ever help. I mean, help. It doesn't ever hurt to keep learning. 
but just make sure you have a plan because it's, I feel like nowadays colleges are turning into businesses and they're turning more and they're focusing more on like the way they can get more money versus like what kind of job you're going to get. Cause all of our debts and everything that we, that comes with it. So he was like, if you're going to do like a, if you want to be a nurse, if you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a therapist, if you want to be, you know, like those typical jobs where you have to go to school, he's like, I think a hundred percent it, it helps it won't ever hurt you. But if you don't know what you're going to do, if you want a degree, just because you feel like you need to get a degree, he's like, I feel like at that point it won't help. And I'm proof of that because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I had ideas and things that I would like to do, but I didn't, um, like execute any of that. And I think that that's what hurt me because I work with people who only have high school diplomas. And that at first used to piss me off, but then I was thinking, I was like, but I haven't like thrown myself out there to do better. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom even, cause my mom works for social security. And she was saying one time that one of her coworkers is like way above my mom's pay grade. And someone asked her like, Oh, like, did you get your master's too? And she was like, no, she's like, if I had my mm-hmm. master's, I wouldn't be working here. And I'm like, yeah. that's so true. Yeah. So I feel like if you know how to, I mean, if you put in the work, you're going to get out, get shit out of it, you know? And I feel like I haven't put in the work because I've had kids back to back and I could name all the excuses in the book, but I just haven't put in the work to make my degree worth it. Do you regret it? No. Yes and no. I regret those loans. (laughs) I regret the loans a hundred percent. Yeah. My sister's doing it the smart way where she pays half of it and my parents pay half of it. And then when she's done, then she'll pay my parents all completely back. Cause that way she doesn't have to get a loan. And I'm like, yeah. that's so freaking smart. Cause I, I owe a lot. Just put it yeah. this way. I owe a really, really nice car. Me too. <laughs> and I don't even have a really, really nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't regret going at all and i would a hundred times do it again um i feel like i learned a lot from just like i always say this to like when i whenever i talk about it i learned a lot more from like the people that i met and being there than i did from like my actual like studies but i don't regret it i feel like i it, it was all for a reason because like when i look back like a lot of the psychology classes that I took and I liked were about like child development and like adolescence and like stuff like that and like I literally use that in my life every single day yeah that's really and it's crazy it's crazy because I enjoyed it so much and it's literally helping me so much now too you know like not even just as a mom like as a daughter as a um sibling like I have a little sister I have a little brother I have whatever another brother I, I don't like calling him my little brother because he's 24 and he's huge. So <laughs> I always, I don't know what to call him. I'm like my little big brother. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. But like, um, yeah, I don't regret it. And I, I think that I don't regret it more because I enjoyed what I was learning. That's really Which good. I think is like the most important thing because I feel like some sometimes people pick certain things because of, of the money, but you're, you literally hate school. You yeah. hate learning it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think, like as long as people choose their own as long as you're not dreading it when you're doing it like I think it's worth it 
Yeah. I feel like the only thing that I regret from it is not taking advantage of it more because there's so much yeah. networking and there's so many clubs I could have joined and there's so many clubs that I like went to see and I didn't prioritize it because oh I wanted to do this instead or oh I wanted to hang out with and do this with, instead yeah. I feel like if I could go back I would do the full college experience because I wanted to join cross country so bad because that's what I did in middle school and I was like really really good and track two and I never did and I would always say like oh next semester oh next semester and I never prioritized and I feel like I could have met so many more people like that and there's scholarships at Vernal too for if you take sports and I don't know I feel like I that's the only thing that I regret is not becoming not even like friends with your professors but even Mm -hmm. like using them and not in a bad way mm-hmm. and using them as like because one of my friends um got really close with what, like a couple of her professors and they gave her amazing amazing um references and she got yeah. even even before she graduated one of her professors were like look this job's coming up you know before it comes out be ready and she she got it like it was yeah. really good I saw students that I like classmates that I had have those relationships with some professors Mm -hmm. and like I would think I would change that too if I did go back because I would I think I was more like shy and not even Mm -hmm. just that like I didn't know what I was what I wanted to do so I'm like I didn't know who to talk you know like what am I like I don't know what to ask because I don't know what I want Mm -hmm. so um that is really cool though because I did see a lot of like um classmates have those relationships with professors and I would see them talk about like oh there's like this seminar or like this or this or this and I'm like dude that's so good because you know you're getting more than what you're paying for literally because you're like getting like networking and getting literally opportunities that could help you later on and that's yeah and that's another thing I forgot to say earlier that Jose Luis said that he's like honestly he's like you don't even need a degree sometimes because it's all about who you know and I'm like that's Mm -hmm. so true and when I met no a little bit after because I graduated after I met Hustlees but when I was working like at my peak and making the most I have ever made Hustlees has never had a degree and he was still making a couple bucks more than me and I would get so mad and I'd be like dude like I've been working like I hadn't been I hadn't been like working full-time for years so I couldn't expect like top of the line or like whatever but Mm -hmm. I was like that should be my starting wage Mm -hmm. but it, it wasn't yeah, and that goes back to like it's all about who you know. Even yeah. with a degree, it's about who you know because yeah, I think sorry, literally every every no, job that I've had is because I know someone, because somebody recommended me or because somebody told me about it. It's never like I have never applied to a random job and got it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was when just... I was younger, I did after college. No, actually, even after college. Yeah, I've never. Just kidding. I lied. Was... One random job I did get, but it was like a six month thing, but. Everything else was like my friend worked there, so I'm gonna apply or like Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Did you get any type type of like depression or like feel down after graduation? I remember like I was gonna mention this to you earlier too. I remember <laughs> like the couple weeks after graduating because for me it was four, I did it and I graduated in four years and that was one of my goals in the beginning because I skipped a year after high school I didn't go straight to college I was working at like Home Depot and some or something it was like Home Depot and at the staffing agency um for the year and then I went to college so I was like I need to finish this in four years because 
whatever like I, that's just what I wanted to do so like my four years were like so busy every single day was like school work back to school back to work because I had two part-time jobs so for four years it was like going back and forth back and forth and then once I graduated I just had one job that was like 30 hours a week and I had no idea what to do with my life I was yeah. like I have no homework like I feel st- like I should be stressed right now <laughs> like yeah. I don't have anything but I was gonna mention earlier one time I don't know maybe you remember but like me and Leslie were talking and I think you were there because the summer after I graduated we were kind of that's when we kind of started going out mm-hmm. more and I was like dude every time I pass Alverno I get like like I get like anxiety like I should yes. like whatever and you're like girl you got PTSD <laughs> you, re- yeah. you remember that <laughs> I do remember <laughs> I was like, I should know that's PTSD because I studied this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. After I graduated, I think I got like a little depressed after. And it wasn't right away because I feel like right away I was like, fine, a fucking leak because it was mine. I graduated in five and a half years. Like it was yeah. not short. It was not fast. And I was just like, oh, finally, like I'm done. When I couldn't find a job, that's when I started to freak out. And I was like, how can I not find a job? when I have a degree, like I don't, yeah. this isn't clicking. What, what isn't right here. And then when I finally, cause I, it's not like I had a kid at the, I had one kid at the time. So it's not like I could just be like, Oh, well I'll find something when I find something like, no, I had to have something. Cause yeah, I was living at my mom's, but I have a kid I have to provide for. And, um, Oh yeah. So I couldn't find a job and I was like, do not, not saying that I'm better than other people, but like, I paid all this money and I did all these years and I still don't qualify for these jobs. Like what is not clicking here? And that's what I was really mad about. And then when I finally did get a job, I hated it. Like when I tell you it was the worst time of my life, like it was the worst. Cause I, it was all the way in the North side. And at the time I was living at my mom's in Muskego. So it was every day, a 45 minute drive to there and a 45 minute to an hour back because of traffic. And um, the schedule was kind of cool though. So I didn't have to work Fridays or it was a half day Fridays, but, um, I had to make up for it during the week. So I had to wake up at like four 45 or five every day to make it on time. And I hated it. And I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you said, if you felt, de- you said you felt depressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then that job, I was like, I need to leave. Like, I'm just going to fucking leave. So I quit and I didn't have a backup. And since I, I've never done that, but I was so depressed. Not, yeah, I guess I was depressed. I was just like down. I hated my life. I didn't want to do anything. And so I started bartending for like a month or two. Did you ever know that? No. Yeah. I bartended for like a little bit and, um, I was like, I can't do this. I have to get a job. Like, and, and I don't know why, like I was making good money bartending. I don't know why I stopped, but I feel like my mind I was like, I did not just go to school to become a bartender. Like I, yeah, I was pissed. I was more pissed than anything. And, um, when I finally like, got that job, that was like a really good job. But I remember like after everything finally slowing down, that's when it hit me that I was just like, okay, now what? Like I've always had goals since I started college out. I, I would have been like, okay, well I have do nursing. Oh, nursing's not working right now. Let's do CNA while I do nursing. Oh, that's not mm-hmm. working. Now I have history. Now, okay, now I'm I'm working towards that. And then when I finally didn't have any goals, I was like, what do I do with my life now? And I feel like <laughs> that's when it hit me. Yeah, that's I feel like the summer after you graduate after you graduate is so awkward because you're just like uh twiddling your thumbs. 
and then like the fall comes and you're like i should be in school right now yeah <laughs> but i'm not i would get so sad when i see people like like um like applying like you know they would put their schedules like on whatever be like hey this is my schedule everyone would be like that could be me yeah i kind of did miss it though for a little bit me too but not anymore do you think you would go actually, back sometimes um i was actually looking into going back for my master's but i don't know I would go back if I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for your master's, you actually have to like know what you want to do because I'm not going to yeah. go get a master's for nothing. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was going to say, do you think college is necessary? But we kind of, you kind of talked about how depending on what you want to do, it could be like a stepping stone to get you. Yeah. It there. Could, yeah. It, it could always, like I said, like I've always said, because I mean, nephew um, didn't want to go to college. And I'd be like, look, like it's never going to hurt you but it definitely will help because my job now they even told me one time because my job now I work with people that just have their high school like they don't really necessarily need it but mm-hmm. they told me after they hired me like after I had been working there for a while they're like yeah when we saw Verna on your resume they were like right away we knew we needed to to interview you at least and I'm like well that, yeah. that's good at least if they see that that that'll get you interviews it'll get you more it'll get you a little further yeah, I feel like from working in HR, I learned that a lot of sup- a lot of the supervisors or like hiring managers, the first thing they look at is if you have a degree. They don't look at what it is. I feel like unless you're like in education or nursing, doctor, like nursing specific- or something like that, it has to be specific. But other than that, like if you have a degree, you already have like you're already in there, you know, mm-hmm, <laughs> like they're yeah. already looking at you. Yeah. Um obviously but, depends on the field or like tech obviously you should have yeah. a tech degree for that but like other things are kind of like as long as you have a degree that you're good <laughs> do you think do you think that like now that a lot of people have degrees though do you think that because I heard it one time people were saying like now a bachelor's is the new high school like yeah. do you think that's like the bare minimum though um I think I it feel- depends what you're applying for yeah but for the most part, it does seem like a master's will get you farther. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking about that. But, I mean, day. getting a freaking bachelor's is still a huge accomplishment anyway. So. Oh, yeah. But it does w- get tricky when you're like, you know, like everybody that's applying to this job has a bachelor's already. So what makes you stand out? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that what helps was like, because I remember I had an interview one time and my I had just graduated a little. I think I told you because it was at... I won't say it on here, (laughs) but you worked there before, put it that way. And, Mm -hmm. um, one of the questions that they, that they told me was, or they asked me was, um, have you ever like gone up in position at a job? And I remember thinking like, well, no, cause I, first of all, I had just graduated from college and the job that I had at that time, I hadn't even been there a year. So I never, there was no promotions like offered yet or anything. And so when I told him, I was like, no, I was like, they've never been offered. I feel like it made me look so stupid. He was probably like, bitch, like, <laughs> you've never gone up in your company. I'm like, well, I've never stayed with a company that long. OK, if he like, would have yeah. seen your graduation date, he he's the stupid one because he's asking you a year after you graduated. Yeah, it was literally because it was before you even worked there. Would you if you did go back, would you pick a different major? Or would you stay the same, like pick everything the same? Like for my master's or redo my bachelor's? 
like if you had the chance to go back to college to redo your bachelor if you could do it over would you keep it or would you um i would keep two of them so i don't think i would keep history i think i would have made history a minor because it was something that i just liked yeah but um i think i would have done it over as in putting more effort into my classes because i feel like i also would show up do the work and then leave like i never and there was girls that were like deep into it and there sometimes i would feel so dumb because i would have times where we had classes where i would do the work the assignment and then like these girls would be like well i got really interested in this so i kind of like went through a tangent and then i ended up over here and the professor would be like yes isn't that like they would go on and i'd be like dude i'm just Mm -hmm. gonna do my work like You're like, I did the bare minimum. <laughs> Literally, yeah, that's how I felt. So I feel like that. I, I, that's why I feel like I wasn't a true historian because I never, like, I love figuring things out. I love the Victorian era. Like, I freaking love learning about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not passionate about it like those girls. Like, they made me look like I was, like, stupid. Like, there was people that I was in class with that one of them was doing, um, what was her degree her degree was cool she wanted she was hit she was majoring in history and then also something medical because she wanted Mm -hmm. to study like i forget what it was it was like diseases or something like that but like that's very specific yeah it was very she knew exactly what the fuck she wanted to do and then there was others (laughs) other other girls that were like yeah i want to move to like japan and study this and i was like girl i just want to get my degree yeah you're like, and then there's me, and I just want to graduate. I feel like that's what I would have done. I would have just been more, find like more passion about like about whatever it was that I was doing. Would you do redo it again? Um, I think I would honestly keep everything the same, except um, I have a, a minor in Spanish language and cultures. I think I would have taken more classes in that because I skipped a lot of classes. Me too. Which <laughs> with their test yeah <laughs> did you take the test and then like you you got a whole bunch of credits got, for it i got a whole but i only had to take two classes for spanish and then it was my minor me too i had to take two classes but i took a third one because i really wanted to take it mm-hmm. um but did you have what was that one spanish teacher's name she's from spain yes i loved her, her i is... loved her too but she would speak in vosotros and i would be confused me too and then yeah. there, sometimes i would be like no mas and she's like nope así no se dice and i'd be like because like, no like, i would always be like no es que no mas no fui but and she'd be like no mas oh dang <laughs> yeah that's the only part that was kind of like i had her and then i had a margaret crosby did you have margaret or no yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> dude tell me why in her class one time one of my friends Yvonne she's hilarious dude we had to do this final um I don't even know what the assignment was but Yvonne's final um thing was her final project was a a presentation on the word pedo so (laughs) it, it could be a fart it could be you're drunk it could be like no hay pedo like she did yeah a whole presentation on the ways that you can say pedo you can use pedo in spanish mm-hmm. and tell me why like it was a hit like everyone loved it the the t- spanish teacher was like like so proud of her and i was just like dude like and she was like that was easy i did it this morning <laughs> it was so funny yeah i took um the one that i took extra was 
oh my god why did i do this i forgot already i forgot what it was called but i learned about the spanish when the spanish took over and the slaves and all of oh. that stuff and that literally changed my freaking life really i never took that learning one. all of that i just yeah, learned like and- i just took like spanish classes like not like cultural not anything like that see that's the thing with me i skipped i don't know how the hell i skipped all of the actual spanish classes so like i did my essay with no acentos and i still passed it that's weird because i never learned acentos and they passed i never either i literally wanted to take a class so i can learn that but i just did yeah they said that i was fine so i'm like okay yeah that's how it was for me i I just needed one more to do a or i needed two more to have it as my minor and i'm at the time i'm stressed out i'm not gonna be like can you actually put me back a little bit so I can take another right? class? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I skipped it, so whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I still don't know acentos. I have to look it up sometimes. Me too. Or I just use autocorrect on my phone. Sometimes the autocorrect puts an acento for me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it does go there. <laughs> <laughs> like, papa y papa. <laughs> All right, everyone, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. As Malen and I always say, feel free to message us on our personal Instagrams with any um, questions or concerns, or even if you just want to talk to us. My Instagram is Ariana Lissette with two E's at the end. And my personal Instagram is Malen Munoz with two Z's at the end. And our podcast Instagram is underscore hablando del corazón. Bye. Bye.